Hey guys, and welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. So today we are going to tackle one of the questions that I get all the time about how to build your network marketing business, especially if you are trying to do it in a way that is an alternative solution to Facebook or Instagram or other online tools. And that is in-person events. So that can be anything from a small class where you are hosting just a few friends in your home or even better, having a hostess or someone who's maybe an existing customer invite a few friends to learn more about what it is that you offer. Or it can be a big trade show or vendor event, or maybe it's a pop-up shop at another business, a salon or a spa or a boutique. Well, in my five and a half years of business within my makeup-related company, I have learned a lot in terms of doing this in a way that is both going to bring you business personally, but it's also going to be done in a way that duplicates to help others feel like they can do it too. So let's get into the episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. So today I'm going to be sharing my top 10 tips for in-person parties or events, or as I like to call them, classes, especially if it's in a smaller environment, because essentially, rather than trying to focus on like the old school kind of network marketing, MLM terms of like a party, which can be fun in certain environments, and maybe depending on the product you sell, that might be a good fit for calling it what it is, right? But in our company, which again is a makeup-related company, we like to call them classes because essentially it's educating people on our product, how it works, and how it can serve them in their lives. So whatever you call them, in-person events, parties, classes, pop-ups, vendor events, all of those things we're going to be tackling today with my top 10 tips. So I'm just going to start and we're going to roll it down, try to keep this episode short and sweet. And we're going to start with my number one tip, which is monkey see, monkey do. And I know that that (laughs) that sounds crazy one to start with, but what I mean by this is you in network marketing, as you're trying to build your business, everything that you do duplicates. And what I mean by that is if you're trying to get your team to do the actions that are going to build success for their business. They're not going to do what you tell them to do. They're going to do what they see you do. And often that duplication actually starts with the things that you might not even realize you're doing. And it starts before they even become a customer and it starts before they become a distributor with you. And so what I mean by that is if you make this overly complicated, expensive layout and, you know, invest in all this signage and just crazy, crazy over the top things, even if you can afford it, because you might be making a ton of money in your business. You might even be looking for some tax write-offs. Maybe you love to entertain in your home and you can make these fancy charcuterie trays yourself, or you know, you've know you got a buddy that does them for you. 
it does not have to be fancy when you're doing an in-person class or an event. And I'm actually going to give you the argument that you should keep it as simple as possible so that your hostess feels like whether if that's someone else or if it's you, it actually, or if it's a new distributor for your company, that they feel like they can do it too. Because again, what you do duplicates. So say you're with a makeup company and you bring, you know, this, this ring light and this like huge setup and this like pop-up banner, and you've got this slideshow presentation that took you hours and hours to do, and you've got business cards printed, and you've spent, you know, hours creating these little goodie bags that you've set at every one of the spaces. That might make your, your people who are there, they might make them feel amazing, but also they're going to feel like, oh, wow, <laughs> I could never do what she does, right? Whereas if you just focus on keeping it simple and focus on some of the, the simple hospitality, like just having like a fruit and cheese tray or like a simple little dip. If you have culinary skills, you can make it, right? Maybe just some light bites, light drinks. You can do just like a couple bottles of champagne, maybe some mimosas. You know, you can just do water, Diet Coke. Just keep it really simple. You do not need like crazy elaborate setups for these events in order to be impactful. In fact, I argue that the more simple that you can make it, the better. So that's my first tip is monkey see, monkey do. Keep it simple, sister, okay? Number two. So if your price point is like mine, where the initial order for your business might be somewhere around like $200, I'm gonna invite you to think less in terms of volume. This is something we talk a lot about on this podcast. So instead of thinking volume and inviting like 10, 20, tons of people to this event. I want you to think in terms of value for a smaller group. So I'm going to say invite no more than six people because likely five out of those six people are going to order if you, again, keep it simple. If you share your focus on education and you show them how your product can benefit their lives, probably five out of those those six are going to purchase. And that's going to be a $1,000 party for you or $1,000 event which is if your company has a hostess reward set up for your hostess, she's going to get some generous rewards and it's going to be a successful event for you. And it's totally scalable too. So, you know, if you're trying to sell, say, $5,000 in your product in a given month, if you host five classes with six people each versus one in-person event with 20 or 30 people. I mean, it's just going to be so much better for your business. And yes, you're doing it five times, but you're meeting new people. You're keeping it simple again. You're not overwhelming your hostess if it's an outside hostess with how many people she's going to have to invite. Because we all have a few friends, family, neighbors, sisters, cousins that we want to share something that we love with. So whether it's you, if you're just starting your business or you have a distributor that's just starting in their business, keeping the invite list to no more than six and focusing on value over volume. That's my tip number two. Okay, tip number three is print order forms. So your company might provide these for you Things have been moving into kind of a more digital space lately, which is awesome. So I'm going to say that it is going to be worth your while if you have a home printer or if you can pop over to maybe a FedEx or your UPS store and just quickly print, again, six to 10 order forms for whatever it is that you have to offer. And the reason I say this is a couple couple reasons. You're either your, your customers or your potential customers that are attending this event or you, if you're kind of demoing on them, maybe you're a makeup company where you 
are showing them how to do it, you can take a little pencil or a pen and just mark off, or I put a little star besides the the items that I recommend for them. And then our order forms, which actually in our company are made by one of my saint sisters. She's amazing. Kelly Nordfell is her name. She's incredible. She has made these awesome order forms that I like even better than the ones corporate provide. So if you're handy with Canva, maybe you could do something similar to provide for your company. But at the top of our order forms that Kelly made, we have the name, contact information, the login info that they would need to create, the address, password, all that good stuff, which you can either shred after the, you know, after you've gotten everything over, or I just keep mine stored securely in a file that's tucked away in a storage area of my business. And I just let my customers know that their their info is safe with me, right? But that order form a lot by then showing them what you used for them in a very simple just kind of marking it up. It's kind of old school, but it works. And then just saying, you know, kind of asking for the sale by saying, if you don't mind just filling out the top part sections for me and then flip it over onto the back and there's a spot to put your credit card information on there to help me get this order placed for you. And so you're kind of, if you're sharing it and they're expressing interest and they've come to this event and you give them that value, you can certainly just ask for them to fill out the top and the bottom part of that order form, which is going to be where they're going to submit both their contact information and their payment information. And here's the best part. So I always recommend if you have a hostess that is loving your product and she loved it enough to invite a few of her friends, you're going to be much better off having a new fired up distributor join your team and essentially flipping that hostess or at least offering the opportunity for her to flip from being your hostess into becoming a distributor. And it's totally up to her. It's a win-win at this point. You just gather up those order forms at the end of your class or your event. You gather them up and you just say to her, you know, hey, Susie, I know that you love this makeup and I'm so thankful for you to connect to me with your friends and family at this event tonight. But I can't help but wonder if you've ever thought about doing what I do and becoming a, a distributor because these orders actually could be yours. And in our company, actually, distributors also get to earn the free rewards. So essentially, the hostess would not only get the orders and the commissions, but she would also get the free product that she was going to get initially just for hosting. And even better, she gets to start off her business from a place of profitability and momentum that's going to really lead to success and will benefit your business as her mentor far beyond just that one class or far beyond just whatever your commissions would have been from those orders. So that's kind of another little facet of having those printed order forms is allowing the opportunity for you to invite your hostess to join you in business. And guess what? If she says no, no big deal. I've totally had that happen. And everybody, you know, this, this business isn't right for everyone. And that is okay. You're marrying the process of just putting the offer out there because it is a win-win solution for all parties involved. And if she says no, it's still totally fine because you've got those orders that you can use for your business. But you never know unless you ask. And it all starts with having those printed order forms to be able to see how the class went. Okay, so my tip number four is don't forget to take a before and after, especially if you are in a makeup-related company like mine. This is huge because you can, now that you've got the contact information on that little order form, you can actually text your the attendees. And again, you're, you're only texting six to 10 people or so, a smaller group. And you just thank them for coming. You introduce them to you. Again, I use a business texting number if you want to learn more about text marketing. 
go back to my episodes with Jake Dempsey, the CEO of Project Broadcast, where you can uh, learn more about text marketing. So I have a business text number. So I would text them and just thank them for coming, introduce myself, have them save that sell that number as my business contact for anything that they need. And I would send them that before and after. And the beauty behind doing that is they're going to look at that picture and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I felt so beautiful. And wow, like, look at this, look at this difference. So even if you don't have, maybe you are with a skincare company or you're with a company that does more like health and wellness. And when you're doing these classes, there's not like that instant transformation. I would still take the time to connect with them after the event. Um, it, and this can be work for virtual too, as I'm thinking about it. So same thing goes if you're doing a, say, a Facebook class or Zoom class. Taking the time to connect with individually each attendee is going to be something that is going to help you stay connected with them. Okay, so that's tip number four. Tip number five is to keep your class or your party as interactive as possible, meaning instead of you doing, say it's the makeup or the skincare or doing all the things for them, have them take part in the creation aspect of what it is that you're doing. So for me, as a makeup company, what that looks like is I will either uh, do what I call like a paint party where I will show them on my face how I do the makeup and I have their little colors and like a little paint palette with some extra brushes that I got using my hostess rewards. And we do our makeup together, kind of like one of those paint parties where you're painting the oyster or the landscape. And, and ours is our makeup is kind of like a paint by number makeup anyway. So it's super simple to apply. But if I were to go around and do every person's makeup at that class, even if it's just six people, it's going to take hours. They're going to say, oh, thanks. I feel beautiful. This looks great, but I can't do this myself. So if you can have them participate in the action of it and kind of just get a little bit more interactive, they're going to have more fun. They're going to feel like they can do it too. And they're going to learn by doing, which is one of the best ways to learn more about, about your product. So let your attendees get into the action rather than you being the one to kind of scramble around and do all the things for them. Another great way if you are a makeup company is to let them do this. This works for one-on-one as well as in-person, you know, kind of events and parties. If you let them do half their face or you do their half of their face and you let them do the other half of their face, that is a great way for them to feel like they can do it too. Okay. Okay. Tip number six is if your company is like ours and you have a way to earn free product, you do not and should not, again, go back to number one and keeping it simple with the monkey see, monkey do, (laughs) you can use your rewards. We call them hostess rewards, but you can use your rewards for within your company if you've got them to build up your, I call it a party in a box. And what that means is it's a simple, just I have like a little basket that has all the little goodies that I need to bring to a class. And it has, for me, it's extra brushes that I got using my hostess rewards. It has those little uh, paint palettes I was telling you that I got on Amazon. It's got these little mirrors that I got at Target. And actually, I can link all of this, um, the supplies that I use, especially if you're in a makeup company. I can link it in the show notes if you want to check it out. But I keep all of that in just like a little simple basket. And that's what I bring to all of my classes. It takes like less than 15 minutes to set up. Did not cost me much money at all. Or all of the products that I have for for myself are I either, you know, I got for free. Maybe your company, you have like an auto ship program and maybe you've got some kind of minimum that you have to purchase. 
you can use those credits or those those products instead of just using them for your personal use. I encourage you to kind of use those those dollars to build up like your party in the box kit. And my favorite use of this party in a box kit is if you have other people who are local to you, they can borrow it and use it for themselves. So now if you're a brand new distributor, it's going to take you a while to build up to that. That's awesome. But if you are a leader and you've got local gals on your team, this is a great way for you to serve your team, give them confidence, encourage that they can do something like this too, even if they don't have all of those products and tools set up for themselves. So my tip number six is set up a party in a box <laughs> using as many freebies that your company allows to do so, to keep it simple. Okay, the next tip is five simple magic words that you can use to set up either an in-person one-to-one with a potential customer or to set up, again, maybe a class for yourself. And that is, can I borrow your blank? And so that, for me, as a makeup company, that's, can I borrow your face? <laughs> and what I like to do with this, and I've even done this, you know, back when I've been on social media on Facebook, I have wanted to build up my portfolio with my before and afters. And so I've gone on like a mom's group and I've said, hey, can I borrow your face? I'm looking for people who want to learn how to highlight and contour from a simple customizable palette. And, you know, you get a free makeover from me and in, in response for me, just borrowing your face to use and learn more about these new products and colors that our company's, company has come out with. And by using those five simple words, like, can I borrow your face or can I borrow, can I can I borrow your mind? Can I borrow <laughs> your time? Whatever it is, you're kind of asking a favor for someone that's easy for them to say yes to. And likely when they try your product or learn more about what it is to that you have to offer, they are going to be excited about it, just as excited as you are. So just get bold and brave and use those five simple words to invite the people either that you know, or again, the people maybe that you haven't yet connected with in a public forum to your next in-person event. So the next tip is going to be number eight, and that is to use scheduled time slots if you're going to do a pop-up. So what I mean by a pop-up is like, for example, I just recently got invited to do a little pop-up for my makeup at a local spa. And essentially what I'm going to do to make it really worth my time and also really simple for both of them to promote it, as well as for the people who are interested in learning more about my product to try it, is I'm going to create a Calendly link. And if you haven't tried Calendly, definitely check out the show notes. I can send a link to it because it's amazing. You can actually use it totally for free for just one booking calendar link. Or I do use the paid version because I have multiple calendar links that I use for all kinds of things, everything from one-to-one chats with my team to booking podcast interviews to even booking in-person classes. I have a schedule set up for that where I can send it to someone who's looking to book a class like that. But my favorite way to use Calendly for in-person events is to use it for time slots. So again, I'll use the the spa pop-up for me. So what I would do is I would go into Calendly, I would create that event and I would block off the time that I'm going to be there. And I probably will spend most of the day when I go. And I will make the little spot 30 minutes long because I can easily quickly show the magic of my makeup. I'm going to call them like a free color match. So essentially, I'm not saying I'm going to be doing a free makeover or something that's going to take a really long time. I'm just going to help show them the magic of the makeup and give them something for free, which is a color match. And what I'm going to do is allow them to go in and pick the time slot that works for their 
their time. So what that does is I can then send that link to the hostess, who's essentially this the owner of the spa, right? And I can say, if you want to include this in your next email newsletter to your customers, or if you want to include it in your social media stories as a swipe up link, try to make it really simple for them and tell them exactly what to tell their people to do. But then what's awesome is that if somebody is interested, they just click that link, they input their information, it's going to show up on your calendar. It's also going to tie into any existing spots that maybe you've booked on your own that you've kind of blocked off on your calendar, right? And it's going to help you kind of manage that day. And so it's a really, really simple way to do it. Definitely check out Calendly if you haven't already and definitely utilize it for booking time slots for your next pop-up or event. Okay, number nine is all about trade shows and more importantly, managing your expectations for trade shows. So a lot of times, you know, people you'll hear or maybe even be contacted about a big, huge trade show that's maybe targeted towards women or, you know, DIY kind of crafty type things. There's so many of them out there and they can be great. I actually did a few of them when I first started my business and no one had really heard about our company and actually our company is still kind of kind of in that new growing phase or maybe your company's been around forever but now you've got a new product or something that is building momentum that you want to get out there and share. A trade show is going to be more focused on exposure rather than sales. They can be very expensive. It can be very difficult to recoup your investment at a trade show or pop-up, depending on what, you know, like maybe you're with a jewelry company like Paparazzi where you're literally selling $5 earrings. I could see where a trade show, you might sell a lot of earrings, right? But for if you're a skincare or a health and wellness or like me with a makeup company, a trade show, it's where you can do in-person makeovers or, you know, share about your product. You can also use the tips I've already shared, like printing order forms or using time slots with a Calendly link. I find that more importantly, it's about gathering leads and contact information. You can do like a little QR code where people can submit their their contact information or you can do a little fun giveaway. But don't come away from it with the expectation that you're going to just get a ton of sales and business. What you are going to get is a ton of exposure, a ton of leads, and that is the beauty behind a trade show. So just manage your expectations. And that's my tip number nine. And then my last and favorite tip is to fail forward. So just keep in mind that every single one of these events is going to be a learning experience and a part of your story as a business owner. And they're not all going to be great. I can promise you that. Again, I'm five and a half years in and I actually had probably my most embarrassing one yet. And that I <laughs> I did a Zoom class, a virtual Zoom class and invited my customers and had, had some people say yes, that they were they were going to attend. And my, for some reason, there was a glitch in my text messaging where the reminder did not go out to them as it was supposed to. And guess what? I showed up to this Zoom class and not one person came, you guys, not one person came. But guess what? That I don't see as a failure because it is something that I can learn from. I know what to do differently next time, right? It also doesn't mean that the next class, because I actually had a class the following week for one of my amazing hostesses, and I had a ton of people on, and it's been a very fruitful event for me that I'm actually still reaping the rewards from. And my customer and hostess is getting lots of free goodies in the process from doing it. So I invite you to fail forward and learn from each of your experiences 
and know that if you have a crappy turnout or it doesn't go according to plan, there are lessons that you can learn to apply to future events. And again, that's most of these lessons I'm sharing with you today are coming from my failing forward in the last five and a half years of doing business. And I just want to keep that you to keep that in mind as you uh, do more and more of these events for yourself because they can be super powerful. So I would love it if you have some tips or any value that you want to add to hop on over to the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram thread over on Telegram. The Telegram app is totally free. And if you want to link to it and you want to stay connected on all things podcast related, you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912. And I would love for you to hop over into that group and just share your experience with in-person classes. Share your questions with me because this is, again, something that I get time and time again, and I'm an open book and I've learned a lot and I'm happy to share. So I hope this was helpful for you guys today. And I hope you took notes. (laughs) If not, go back and listen or check out the show notes for more information and also some more helpful tips and resources that I have linked there as well. So thank you guys again so much. Have a fabulous week. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, Would you mind leaving me a quick review or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen, sending you big hugs.